0: until he came near to his brother. Then Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept. He lifted his eyes and saw the women and the children and said, Who are these with you? So he said, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. Then the maids came near with their children and they bowed down. Leah likewise came near with her children and they bowed down. And afterward Joseph came near with Rachel and they bowed down. And he said, What do you mean by all this company which I have met? And he said, To find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have plenty, my brother. Let what you have be your own. Jacob said, No, please, if now I have found favor in your sight, then take my present from my hand, for I see your face as one sees the face of God, and you have received me favorably. Please take my gift, which has been brought to you, because God has dealt graciously with me, and because I have plenty. Then he urged him, and he took it.
1: So here's Esau. What's he gonna do? I mean, he can't run. You know, limping man's not gonna be able to ev- evade him. He divides up the children, and of course, <laughs> when he divides up the children and the wives, he does it by order of uh, disfavor who comes in front, the handmaids and their children, and then Leah and her children, her six, seven, whatever, seven with Dinah, I guess. And who's bringing up the rear? Rachel Rachel and her only child at this point, the favorite, Joseph. And, you know, Jake was trying to protect them somehow and he comes and he bows down to the ground seven times. That's a very generous amount of bowing.
0: <laughs> and he doesn't have a hip. A cripple it's never <laughs> hurt. <Yeah. laughs> well, and he went first. Yes. He went ahead.
1: Yes. Which is good. Yeah. And then, but just trying to do anything you can to put himself in Esau's good graces. And Esau runs to meet him. You know, you wonder if his heart was up in his uh, you know, throat or something right about then. But what happens? He held his leg and
0: kissed. on his neck. Yeah. Jacob
1: was probably ready to start wrestling. Kisses him, weeps. I mean, this is an impressive list of welcoming activities. You know, it kind of reminds me of... The prodigal son's father. That's exactly what it reminds me of. You know, running and hugging and kissing and all that. I mean, Esau's overjoyed to see Jacob. All those gifts and all that planning and all that worry was rendered totally unnecessary. You know, God's plans had made Jacob's totally worthless. You know, it's just kind of funny. I mean, just like this, it melts. The the men with him are an escort. You know, it's not an army at all. Of all things. You know, isn't God generous? Wow, he scares him to an inch of his life and then he makes it all good. Except for the
0: limp.
1: (laughs) Reminds me, I don't know if you even would agree with me on this story, but it reminds me so much of David when he was had the city of Ziklag, and he was lying through his teeth to Achish, making raids against Judah's enemies and implying that he was killing off the cities of Judah. And then he was invited to join the big Philistine offensive against uh, Israel. And he has to make it look good when some of the other Philistine uh, Kings don't want him in the army. And he's like, well, why can't I join the army? And all this kind of stuff. Just, oh, man, I hate seeing David like that. Well, I mean, David hadn't been trusting the Lord. He hadn't been doing the Lord's will. He hadn't been dependent on the Lord. And so he gets back to Ziklag, and the Amalekites have burned it and taken everything, all the possessions and all the people. And David's men are ready to mutiny and kill him. And finally, David turns to God. And they end up, by the mercy of God, find this Egyptian slave that was about to die that the Amalekites had discarded is able to guide them to the Amalek, Amalekite camp, and they're able to recover all the people and all the spoil. God humbles David enough to finally get him to turn back to him and then undoes it all so he can have it all back. I mean, God is just extremely merciful. You know, so to me, you know, that's what he does here, and it's just so encouraging. Uh, you know, wow, what a blessing for for Jacob that you know. I mean, Esau's glad to see him, and he doesn't even want the stuff, although Jacob insists that he take it, and uh, they are just reconciled, and everything's wonderful. <laughs> Sarah, why was Esau so happy to see Jacob? He hadn't seen him in twenty years. He's his brother. <laughs> you know, there
0: are brothers, and there are brothers. Uh, I, mean, uh, it, I mean, it almost seems like Esau has had his own change of heart. He would almost have—he didn't hold the grudge the whole time.
1: Yes. What do you see in Esau? For good and for bad.
0: hes, he's changed.
1: Yes. But I think one of the prime characteristics of Esau. He is kind of a short-term thinker. You know, I see you so as the guy who'll flame up with anger and then it'll be gone. You know, he'll flame up with hunger and then the birthright will be gone, you know. You know, whatever. I just see him that way. Like, he's not the kind of guy to hold a grudge, you know, in this situation. You know, you understand why he was so angry. But 20 years have gone by. Ah, he's overjoyed to see Jacob. Maybe, maybe we need to be more like that in that sense. I mean, it's just disturbing sometimes how people can hold things. I mean, wow, I've just been working on a church situation, not where I go. And, man, you know, thankfully, some people have repented. That's been really helpful. But it's like, it's amazing for how long a time, how many things are in the back of our mind that fuel resentment and bitterness and things like that wow there's times we just need to let a bunch of stuff go you know it's like the uh, you know husband said you know when he he and his wife have a a disagreement she becomes historical he said don't you mean hysterical he said no I mean historical she brings up all the things of the past history you know and uh, Esau wasn't like that I mean to his credit Esau it's gone he's just glad to see Jacob other thoughts So man's plans in this case turn out to be unnecessary and sort of pathetic. <laughs> you know, always better to turn to the Lord and cling to Him. It just works out so much better. Uh, but this this is the reconciliation of Jacob and Esau and the ending of that crisis. And we'll see next week kind of what they do from here and some more stuff in in Jacob's family. Um, and so we'll stop here for tonight. Uh, again, I should be here next week without any problem. And then two weeks from today, I fly out. So I will be here next week. And then after that, it'll be way up in May, like the second Thursday of May or something like that. So May the probably May the twelfth.
0: Sister's birthday.
1: Really? Yeah. So you'll remember. <laughs> So everybody remember, on Mariah's birthday is when we we'll to come back. But thanks for your comments. Thank you for a really good discussion.